0: As a strong, independent mother, there is nothing that will get in the way of your child's safety. Soberlink understands the importance of peace of mind when it comes to co-parenting after a divorce. Using the highest quality technology and with features like facial recognition and real-time results, moms like you are empowered with proof that your child is safe. Navigating life post-divorce can be difficult, and having a tool like Soberlink allows for one less thing to stress about. I created this community to provide support for divorced moms like me, which is why I partnered with Soberlink to create this resource, Tips for Single Moms Returning to Work. To access the guide, visit www.soberlink.com forward slash M-M-O. This week on Moms Moving On.
1: If someone is waking up, January 1st or 2nd and saying, okay, I'm done. It's been a long time coming. And usually they stay together. They've they've held it really tight for the last few months so that the children can experience, I guess, the last holiday together. And and it's, it's time that they've realized that they have to get their stuff in order. They have to start planning. Guilt is when you feel that you've violated your own standard. Whereas shame is when you feel that you violated somebody else's standard.
0: Life moves on. So why shouldn't we? This is Michelle Dempsey-Moltak, your host of Moms Moving On, navigating divorce, co-parenting, single motherhood, and moving on. Hi, everyone. Happy New Year. Can you believe it's already 2022? I know that's what everybody's probably saying right now, but really, it's wild. It's 2022. And if you're listening to this, that means that you've woken up now the day after Divorce Monday, which is wild. There is actually a day of the year where more people seek out legal counsel to get divorced than any other day of the year. And what a surprise. It's at the start of the new year must coincide with resolutions or something. We have the perfect person on to chat today. We have my good friend, the president and co-founder of the National Association Association of Divorce Professionals, a communications coach specializing in divorce, and the senior trainer and creator for the Certified Divorce Specialist Program, the program that made me a certified divorce specialist. Her name is Liz Becker, and we have so much to talk about today, Liz. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me, Michelle.
0: Um, I think I... It's a little embarrassing on my part that we waited this long to like do an episode together, but better late than never, as they say. Correct, correct. So, what do you make of this divorce month, divorce Monday? I mean, you're divorced, I'm divorced. We certainly understand it, but there are so many people waking up right now at the start of their new year and saying, I just can't do it anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah. Definitely a, a hard time to uh to realize after the the new year you would think that most people are excited about the new year everybody's had their resolutions or they're you know just finished eating a lot of food having a lot of fun seeing family (laughs) should be a good time right and in many cases it is not it's uh Either, you know, it's not an overnight thing. Nobody just wakes up in the morning and says, oh, you know what, I want to get divorced. Like, yeah, you know, like that that rumor that divorce is so easy now and people are getting divorced because it's so easy. That just does not happen. This is clearly, if someone is waking up January 1st or 2nd and saying, okay, I'm done, it's been a long time coming. And usually they've stayed together. They've, they've held it really tight for the last few months so that the children can experience, I guess, the last holiday together. And and it's it's time that they've realized that they have to get their stuff in order. They have to start planning on what does that mean? What do they need to do? So it's a time that they're sort of like found. They they, they know that they have to do it, but they're so lost when really you don't want to be lost in the beginning of the year. So it's the time that we all have to come together for them. That's for sure.
0: Absolutely. And I think um, what you said about holding it together these last few months is true. I know from my own experience and from the many, many DMs and emails I've gotten uh, towards the end of 2021, it was, I should probably wait until after the holidays, I should probably wait until after the holidays. And of course, that idea is driven by having a heart and also not wanting to rattle the kids lives uh, during the holiday season, which makes a lot of sense. But then you you wake up emotionally and physically just spent in whatever relationship it is that you're in that needs to end. And you're then hit with this half sense of knowing and half sense of shame and guilt over what has to happen next. And I think we really need to talk about that because we can preach from here to the moon that you deserve to own your choices and move on and live a happy life. But when you're sitting with that shame and guilt, it doesn't feel so easy to do that.
1: Yeah, definitely. There's there's so much incredible advice out there. And you know me, I mean, you've been through my training and something that I am really adamant about is people understanding that in order to make any kind of changes in their behavior, they have to understand their beliefs behind their behavior. Mm -hmm. And I see a lot of advice being given out there on what you should do and how to do and what you shouldn't be feeling or how you shouldn't act. And that's wonderful. But if you don't know how to change his beliefs, you're just going to continuously act the same way. So what I'm trying to say here is there are beliefs out there that are just not beneficial for us, which lead us to feel things like guilt and shame, right? You just talked about and that's, that's huge when it comes during the holiday too. you know, people, those that wake up in the morning that are going to get divorced, they're not enjoying the holidays. I, I guarantee you. They're sitting there within the holiday and they're feeling either guilt or shame at their, their you know, on Christmas Eve, on Christmas Day, no matter what holiday you're celebrating, they're not actually enjoying it. So this is sort of a build up that they come into the new year and now they feel guilty that they've just, you know, put their children through a fake holiday when really they were miserable and it probably was reflective and they probably felt it there or they're feeling guilt that their children are not going to have another holiday together because now they've decided to go on this journey of getting divorced all these different things so I wanted to be able to give your listeners a very important tool to figure out first and foremost whether they're feeling guilt or shame because those two emotions although very very different stem from two very, very different beliefs. And the difference is this. Guilt is when you feel that you've violated your own standard, whereas shame is when you feel that you violated somebody else's standard, right? Mm -hmm. So in times when someone is actually waking up, and let's say they feel that they um, now feel guilty that their children are not going to have another holiday together. So first and foremost, they got to figure out, okay, well, what standard am I violating here? Because I'm feeling guilty, I must be violating some kind of standard that I have set for myself. And what is that standard, right? So it could be the standard that families should be together for the holiday, right? That would be. I believe that I feel guilty because my children are not going to be together next holiday because I'm now going to get divorced and what? And I believe that because what is the standard? Children should be with both parents, and you know, for the holidays, right? Okay. So you feel guilty if you really truly believe that, then you should feel guilty about it. However, is that really the standard you're violating, right? Where where did that come from?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where where did that belief come from? Where did you read or who told you at some point that every family that's together, whenever they should be spending every single holiday together. And if you, if you really look into it, Michelle, most of our beliefs we didn't put there, most of those standards that we live by are not there because we put them. Somebody else put them there. There's somebody else's standard. And if that's the case, then really it's not guilt. It's shame, right?
0: Absolutely. I was just going to say, I mean- In the court of law, when you can look at somebody's actions and say they were wrong or not wrong, you are proven guilty. You're not proven shameful, right? So it's like, you can do a bad thing and be guilty for it, but not feel ashamed. You can be ashamed about something that isn't necessarily something you need to feel guilty for. And I think people get those feelings confused all the time. I know I do.
1: All the time, all the time. They don't realize it. And the cool part is that, A, you can get rid of both those feelings. It's quite easy to get rid of both those feelings. First of all, shame one even easier, because when you realize that you're actually going, you're, you're, having, you're experiencing an emotional state based on a belief that stems from somebody else's standards.
0: Absolutely. You First, feel ashamed about wanting to get divorced because everyone up until this point has told you divorce is bad. Divorce is hard. You took a vow.
1: Right. You took a vow. This is it. You know, you're. It's going to look horrible that you're doing this right after the holidays. There's a million of these beliefs. You can only decide this for yourself, right? Nobody can give you the 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 ten things that you need to change and the ten beliefs. You just have to be able to say, hold on a second. Okay, let me just sit down. What is the standard? Who put it there? Where did it come from? Does this work for me, right? Because if the standard of clearly, if you're going to hold on the standard that. You know, families need to be together at every holiday, then that's going to put you in a bad state whenever that holiday comes and you can't be together. So really, if this is not a beneficial standard for you, what what would be a belief that you can go by that you can take on that is right? Because there are families that have to spend that even though the family unit is together, they have to spend the holidays apart, <laughs> right? Right. Not every whether someone's traveling those that serve in the military those that work for you know travel for work there's various different situations so it's a matter of sitting there and saying okay well what belief really works for me if this doesn't work for me what does it what works for me and at that point you can instantly get rid of both feelings of guilt and shame and you're sort of the 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 standard setter for yourself and it's a very powerful tool to have in all areas of divorce not just for the holidays right like getting back to work. I mean, there's so many different things that that women and men feel guilty about or shameful about after. You talk about that stuff all the time, right? Being a boyfriend. I do.
0: And I think, you know, it all comes down to a sense of, your sense of self-worth. If you have done the work and you have soul searched and you've been in therapy and you truly know that you're worthy of happiness you're not going to feel so much shame and guilt because that shame comes from, or that guilt comes from this desire to keep other people happy, right? You're now rocking the boat to make yourself happy, but you are not fully in belief of your own deserved happiness. So you're just focusing on what your decisions mean to other people. And I think that for a lot of women, it sort of comes after they are brave enough to take the step into divorce where they realize, holy shit, I did that for me. It was scary. I felt bad at first, but everybody's still alive. And now I'm happy. And I think that then, then that sort of, that whole thing clicks. But the goal is to like, help people see that ahead of time. And I don't know, you know, I don't know what's that easy.
1: It, it, well, it is really. It is in the sense of if you sit back and just exactly do what you just did, like, what is it about that that's stopping you, right? So if you, you just said right now, if I'm going to move forward and this is for myself and I wanna do something for myself, but I feel guilty about that. Just take that one thing, it's not, we don't need to do things in big general terms because that's gonna be very hard. You've got a lot of, lot of little standards and beliefs that are driving everything that you do. So I always recommend to break it down. I said co-host the radio show and my handle was break it down becker i mean that's what i love to do i love taking things and just breaking it down simplifying it and let's just you know conquer one thing at a time But if you take that one thing and say, okay, well, I'm feeling guilty about wanting a divorce or wanting to take care of myself or wanting to start to date, or I feel guilty because I can't afford to buy my child, you know, an expensive gift for the holidays this year because I'm doing it alone and I'm a single mom, whatever it is. And there's a slew of things that you can feel guilty about. Break it down and say, just add to the end of it. You know, I feel guilty because I believe dot, dot, dot. Whatever that I believe dot, dot, dot is that standard, no matter what it is. I believe people are gonna judge me. I believe people are this, all right? But whatever that is that you were talking about before, you wanna fill that out. And then at that point, there's your time to assess. Let's not even get 20 steps further. Let's assess what that is. What is that standard? Who put it there? Why is it there? Does it serve me? And if it doesn't, because listen, it's all about where you're looking, right? Where you're looking for information to solidify or to validate whether those standards are good for you. So for example, a woman that has to go back to work, right? How many women have stayed at home with their kids for years and now Mm -hmm. they have to go back to work and they feel really guilty about going back to the workforce. And if you were to ask them, okay, well, why do you feel guilty about that? Well. So I feel guilty about going back to the workforce because I believe that children should have a stay-at-home mom. Children will be better in a situation where, you know, the, they'll develop better if their mom is at home all the time, right? So that's the belief. So that's why she's feeling guilty. Okay, cool. Where, where'd you get this belief, you know? Well, you know what? When I was pregnant, I read an article and it told me that children really need a parent at home that's going to be present, that, you know, when there's two working parents, it you know, they're they're lacking, whatever that is, that article, that one article that we read can sit there and instill a belief that ultimately will cause us to feel guilty about things. And at that point is when that person would have to address it and say, okay, well, this article that I read, you know, 10 years ago when I was pregnant with my first child, is this really relevant to my life right now? Did I read it when I was in divorce? You know, assess it and then sit there and say, okay, well, that really doesn't fit my life right now. Is there a possibility that children can do well in single mother homes? How about you go online and research it? Because I can guarantee you, you'll find tons of articles and statistics of very successful, you know, adults that were children of single moms that worked. Hey, one right
0: here. I could speak for myself.
1: Yep. Right. So that will automatically change your belief will ultimately will Result in what? You'll no longer have that guilt and you'll be able to move forward. So it's actually pretty simple. If people just do, you, you talk about journaling all the time, right? All the He's time. Amazing book.
0: Thank you. Which I'll
1: give you a shameless plug. I mean, it's <laughs> fantastic.
0: Thank you. <laughs> and
1: then, um, you know, write this down and it doesn't take a lot. Just sit down, say it to yourself, uh, you know, talk to yourself if you have to, write it down, but just break down those those beliefs. Pretty easy to help move forward
0: how is it already 2022 wow well you know what that means in just a few short weeks my first book mom's moving on real life advice for conquering divorce co-parenting through conflict and becoming your best self will finally be out in stores but it is available for pre-order now. So don't forget to grab a hold of that because for everybody who pre-orders, I'll be holding a special publishing day event just for you. Email info at momsmovingon.com for more information. I've now added courses to my website because you know what? There can never be enough information out there as you're navigating divorce and co-parenting. Am I right? So if you're just thinking of getting divorced and don't know where to start, I have the perfect course for you. It's called It's Time to Leave My Marriage. Now what? And it gives you all the steps from what questions to ask your lawyer, to when to even reach out to a lawyer, how to break the news to your ex and your family, and most importantly, how to handle it with your kids. My other course is how to safeguard your relationship with your children when you're dealing with a high conflict ex-spouse. You know, if you have someone who's going to badmouth you in front of the kids, all of this is important stuff to know. So head on over to my website, momsmovingon.com and check out the courses tab today. Another thing I think that's really important, um, you know, as we move through our marriages, I think it's, it's. Wired into us as females, it's our biology to want to make things okay, smooth things over, um, take responsibility for things may, that maybe we shouldn't. Keep the peace is what we try to do because there are children now involved, and and we don't want them in a tumultuous home. And it's just easier, you know, to let my ex say X, Y, and Z than fight in front of the kids. Whatever. So we forget that we are just as entitled to a life of being right and, and being happy right. as our exes are, but we we we, we start to prioritize their happiness over our own. And I not because we don't care about ourselves, but because it's sort of just a natural thing to do. And so if you do take that journal and you sit down and say, I feel guilty because I believe whatever. And then you say, but here are the reasons why I am, feeling so strongly about needing the divorce. And here are the things that my ex never really felt guilty for in the marriage. You're going to feel a little bit more empowered because there's going to be a definite offset on that balance of like you leaving after putting up with so much stuff and all of the things that the other, your partner did not feel this guilt and shame for. And, you know, something you have to keep in mind also, and I preach this day in and day out is that you are really not responsible for how other people feel. You don't get married and take a vow to keep that person happy. You vow to be the best that you can. You vow to be honest and loyal, um, take care of that person when they need you. But there is no vow that says I'm here to keep you happy at all costs. No. And we forget that. And that once you start to accept that and remember that, I think that will go a long way in dropping the guilt and the shame.
1: Yeah. Well, I think what's really important is to understand that your standards should really be set by yourself. You should be that meaning maker. You should be this, you know, the one that's setting it and you don't have to depend it on anybody else. Quite frankly, it doesn't even matter what your ex did and what he got away with and what, what, you know, whether he feels guilty or not. You just said it, it doesn't matter what anybody else feels. It matters what you feel and what's right. It's sort of, you know, it's also the situation with um, pride. That's another main area of difficulty. So you have you know, pride, we we need to set pride apart from the process. I used to do a presentation about it. And let, let's take an example. When, when you talk about doing things for yourself, there were countless times where I went above and beyond, which I'm sure you you have done. I know you have done. And I know a lot of your listeners have done so that you can have more control over your own schedule your time with your child what's going on so for example if I knew I had to drive an extra 40 minutes out of my way to know that I would be able to have my son at a specific time to go to an event on a day where his father was supposed to have brought him back home by a certain time but I wasn't sure he was going to I would do it and I would do it with a smile on my face I wouldn't there be right? Because we know we have control. We're not sitting there saying, well, it's not fair that I have to do it. And it's not fair in sticking with our pride of what the other person gets away with and what don't. At the end of the day, it's- There are what,
0: a lot of people though, who, who will, you do know, that. my husband always says there is no principle in co-parenting. You know, you can sit here and say, But it's the principle, it's what's fair and it's what's right. And it's like, no, man, at the end of the day, if you want peace and you want your kids to get what they need, like you're going to have to step it up sometimes.
1: Exactly. You're going to, you're going to have to do what's good for you because at the end of the day, yeah, it may be harder It may you may have to sacrifice more, but you're in control. You're in control of the time that you have. So all of these things are intertwined because they're just all beliefs, Every, Mm -hmm. every little one of those is just a belief running behind in your subconscious mind controlling your behaviors and your in your emotional states so Really, it's important to be able to, to organize those because you're going to need to be in good states to pick the right people that are going to be on your team to have a, cl- I mean, clear head, really can have a full, fully clear head. Even when you're, you're in a great situation nowadays, we have so much information coming at us, there's no way to have clear heads. However, you want to be able to pick the right professionals that are going to help you through this journey in a state of confidence and security in what you're doing. You may not have the confidence in what the process is going to be like, how long it's going to be, how much it's going to cost you, where you're going to go. But at least, at the least, you should be confident that you're not feeling guilty or shameful about taking this journey. That will be a great place to start. Right, Michelle?
0: A hundred percent. And the stronger you are in that belief that it's time to go, the easier it's going to be for you to uh, flick off all of the the anger that comes your way from the person who you are upsetting with this decision, because they are going to try and use guilt and shame to keep you from really taking the next step. For example, you know you're a horrible mother for doing this to our kids, and I'm going to tell the kids this was all your fault. And what kind of person does this to a family? You're going to hear things like that if your ex is, you know, not feeling so mutual in the choice. And you have to know that just because somebody says something doesn't make it true. Like I say all the time, that somebody who is feeling hurt by your choices um, will say anything to bring you down with them. And the the more you are strong in your convictions about this divorce, the less that will rattle you, and you can't let that take you down.
1: We go through our lives uh, based on what other people say or do or what we assume is true. We'll never know what true is. The only thing that matters, the only thing that's running your behaviors is what you believe to be true, period. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about it, for well, the cool and the, the really um, devastating part about it is that Beliefs really only have to be possibilities for us to take them on as reality, it just needs to be possible. It's not like every single thing you do is based on that you're 100%, you know, it's true, it's real, it's great. No, it just has to be possible for you to take it on as a belief, which the good part is that any if you're trying to change a belief, it means that something else just has to be possible to change a belief that's not working for you. You yes. don't have to be 100% solidified.
0: So listen, and if, and while we're changing beliefs, we're, you know, breaking all sorts of generational bonds and, and really paving the way for our children to feel empowered and making their own decisions too. I mean, I, I think we can go a lot deeper there. We don't need to, but I'm never going to feel shameful for the fact that my daughter can grow up and say one day, like my mommy did what she had to do so she could be happy. So she could take better care of me. X, Y, and Z. I and that's big picture. And a lot of times, when you're stuck in this unhappiness of a bad marriage, it's very hard to see big picture. But, but that's what it is. It's looking ahead and and really looking at what you want your children to take away from their experience with you.
1: Exactly. And you know what? You just you just proved a great point of having a belief. And here's another little uh, tip. So that solid belief that you had immediately would remove guilt or shame, right? Mm-hmm. Immediately, right there, you said, and that's probably what you used from the beginning in your mind when you were making this, you're like, you're you're okay because you already see what you want your daughter to say 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, in order, because if anybody's having difficulty with this guilt or with a belief that they're hanging on to, and usually it's because it's, it's feeling good to their pride, like they feel that, they deserve to have this belief, whether it's not helping them, that's limiting them to create a belief like you just had, that you just created for yourself. The one thing that negates pride is humility. That means if you're having difficulty setting a new belief for yourself because you're still feeling guilty, like, yeah, I'm still being selfish. If I do this for myself, I'm still being selfish. Then don't make it about you, make it about your kids. Oh yeah. about, you know, make that belief, solidify that belief, not about you, but about them. Well, listen, we don't have crystal balls. We never know what's gonna happen. I used to always tell my clients when I had my coaching practice, I used to always tell them divorce is simply gonna be to your child what you make it, period. It's not what you read in the paper, in the books or news or articles. Divorce is going to mean to them what you make it mean to them. So this is your perfect opportunity to do that.
0: I'm writing this down because that's really <laughs> good.
1: Solidify your belief as to what it's going to mean to them, what you want your children to say 10 years from now, like you just said, Michelle, and then take that on as the belief that you can make that happen because it really only takes you.
0: Yep, One 100%. 100%. Yeah. Well, so hopefully you're feeling a little less shameful and less guilty as you should. But there are a few other key things to keep in mind um, this month. If you are one of those many, many, many people across the world who are choosing to get divorced this month, um, I will say the first is don't make decisions in haste. There is no rush. Like this is not something it's, it's really, it's not like booking a last minute ticket to get out of town and go on vacation. It, It's something you want to do strategically and carefully. And I know Liz can weigh in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You want to take your time. You want to make sure you're doing this from a good state. You want to make sure that you have a good team. you got good support. It takes a village to help people go through divorce. That's why uh, I co-founded the National Association of Divorce Professionals. It's really important to have a solid team. Start doing your research. Start asking professionals that you already know, if you need a divorce coach, find a divorce coach. It really is important that you are prepared and emotional state, number one, number one, nothing's going to happen. That's going to drive your behavior. So focus Mm -hmm. on yourself, Mm -hmm.
0: what
1: it is that you need.
0: This is a perfect time to plug my new course. Um, It's time, (laughs) it's time to get divorced. Now what? Where we literally, it's a two hour course you can find on my website and we talk about you know first determining is this the right time for you to get divorced the things you need to think about what you need to ask your lawyer how you need to talk to your soon to be ex spouse about this how to talk to your family your kids it's basically like the full package of what to do now that you want to divorce and so i can't stress it enough it's on my website momsmovingon.com and again like there's so much good help out there. If you're in this position and you don't know what to do next, it can be me. It could be one of the many, 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 many people who specialize in working with clients that are getting divorced. I just, you know, hope you seek out that kind of help. Liz, do you have any final words for our listeners who are on the verge now of making a big decision?
1: Well, the one main thing is the fact that they're listening to a podcast like this is already great because they're taking the steps that they need to take to get the most information possible before they move forward and just know that at the end of the day divorce is a change of life right it's not the end of life it's just a change of your relationship status it's not even the end of a marriage of a family it's just the change of a relationship status which i'm sure all of your listeners have had and experienced that before and they've overcome that which means they can do it again
0: Love that. Liz, thank you so much for being here. Where can everybody find you if they have more questions about working with you, learning from you, maybe even becoming a certified divorce specialist?
1: Sure. Well, if if they are professionals in the legal, financial, mental health, and real estate fields, they can definitely um, take the Certified Divorce Specialist Program. I teach specific communication skills so that the professionals can communicate more effectively with their divorcing clients, make it a much better experience for all parties involved. Um, If you are looking for professionals, I highly recommend you check out thecdstraining.com for all of our CDS alumni, as well as VNABP.com for our National Association of Divorce Professionals because all of those professionals are meeting monthly in all four industry, really trying to learn how to better serve you guys. So um, those are two amazing resources for you if you need professionals, and if you are a professional, reach out to me. I'd be glad to uh, to help you communicate more
0: effectively. She's the best, you guys. Thank you for listening. Happy New Year! Look forward to a year of um, helping and growing with you.
1: Absolutely.
0: Imagine a place to get all of the resources you need and deserve while going through the divorce process from legal and mediation tips to expert co-parenting advice and heartbreak healing words of wisdom. Imagine a place that offered weekly words of wisdom and inspiration curated just for you by me to help motivate you and make you feel seen throughout the toughest days of your divorce journey. Imagine if that place also provided you with the opportunity to connect with other moms who are going through the exact same thing as you. That place exists, and it's called the Moms Moving On Membership Community. With two membership options, you are guaranteed to find your village and thrive in this next phase of your life. Visit my website, momsmovingon.com, and click on Become a Member to join our community now.